G'day, g'day, and welcome back to another episode of The Experience. Of course, it's your boy, the captain of the ship, the man in charge, Bradley J. Driver, here behind the mic, talking to you guys another time for another episode. And it's the, I guess, much-anticipated March and April wrap-up. And as you know, sort of a a consistent theme of this year has to be wrap-up every month, I guess, in like a 20-minute podcast. However... March was an interesting month. There was so much happening, but almost so much happening that there wasn't really too much to report. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean, everything of relevance was kind of on a halt until more recently in the last week or two. So many great things have happened. There's been, I guess, so many great results that I was awaiting to hear, awaiting to have, awaiting to be able to confirm on this wrap up. So I decided to morph March into April So I could actually give you some decent content and a genuine wrap up on what's been happening. So I'm going to go from the top. Obviously the big news, the thing that everyone's seen on IG and I've been getting heaps of messages about. Everyone gave me plenty of love and I really appreciate that on the post that I put up was I sold my bloody apartment finally. Great feeling. It's something that probably two months ago I decided I was going to do and it's just a process to get that ready to go on on the market. Why did I sell my property? Well, basically I do this now. And when I bought that place, I was, you know, a real estate agent at the time and I was making a consistent living and was able to pay the mortgage without stressing and have income left over to live. And, you know, this is very sporadic in the way that money comes in and it's definitely not consistent at this point in time. That is something I'm working on, but I was just under financial stress and I spoke about it for the first few months of this year. It was really tough. It it is in so many ways defined my character and strengthened my character. And I think those moments are quite important in terms of your adult development and understanding how important money is. And whilst money is never, nor has ever been my North Star, well, you know, maybe that's incorrect. Maybe it was for a while there in real estate, but whilst within this endeavor, it definitely hasn't been. It allows you certain freedoms and opportunities that being broke or poor doesn't. And what do I mean by that? Well, you know, when there's opportunity ahead of you and you need money to access it, if you don't have that, it stops you. And there's a few opportunities ahead of me that I want to be able to market. I've got this podcast here and I want to continue to create better, more interesting, more relevant content at a higher quality and a higher volume, which means I need money to do that. So you know, it was a decision that I definitely didn't take lightly. I put a lot of thought into it, but the right move was to sell my property. Now I am blessed because I bought that 14 months ago. I bought that off market. I felt like I got it for very good value. It's a two bedroom, one bathroom and one garage apartment near the university here in Wollongong. We're in a suburb called Kiraville. And at the time I thought I'd done pretty well buying it for 365,000. Now, I was very ignorant to what was happening in the market for probably 12 months. I just hadn't looked, to be honest with you, and I'd heard from my mum who ended up selling it. She's a real estate agent. Shout out to Diane Driver, if anyone's looking to sell their house in the Wollongong area. And my mum was saying the market's great. A lot of my mates who are still in real estate were like, the market is performing so well. It's a great time to be selling. And sometimes as an ex-real estate agent, you hear that and you've heard that jargon before and it's real estate agents trying to make the market seem really positive but it turns out they were 100% correct 
the market flourished in the space of a year and I ended up selling my property for 470,000 with a few little challenges but really all in all it was only on the market for about three weeks so yes you're thinking correctly that's $105,000 profit and I'll be honest I'm never one to share that sort of personal information I never really talk too much about finance unless it's negative because I think well it's important to share some of the tougher moments and be more realistic and real because people sometimes think that I've just walked into this and made incredible money, which is definitely not the case. And I also want to be transparent for anyone who's thinking of walking a similar path and leaving a stable job and a, you know, a consistent income to be a creator that it's no easy feat. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes time. It takes patience and it takes resilience. That's why I was sharing some of the financial struggles, but I'm never one to pump up too much about having money potentially because I've never had that much money. I've definitely never had this much money before. You know, the most I'd ever had in my bank account up until, or even till now, because my property doesn't settle for another four weeks, which is when the money comes through. But the most I'd ever had in my bank account was, you know, like thirty-seven, thirty-eight $38,000 to pay the deposit for that property. So this is very new to me. This is, you know, it's new, it's exciting. And it's exciting because I know how much hard work went into saving the money to buy it in the first place, how much perseverance it took to continue paying that loan and copying that financial burden over the course of 14 months or 12 months without a job and running my own thing here and trying to build something from the ground up. And there was a lot of stress and a few sleepless nights waiting for that property to sell. And it's very exciting. It was quite emotional when I got the news to say that it had all gone through. So what am I going to do with $105,000? Well, it ends up being about $135,000 or $130,000 after expenses because obviously I had my deposit in there and I'm, you know, I only owe back on the loan everything minus the deposit. So it's exciting times. It's really exciting times. I definitely won't be wasting that money. I feel like this is a great opportunity to capitalize on actually having some capital there and that will involve a lot of intelligent investment. It'll involve a good chunk of savings as I start to understand a little bit more about how I can make that money appreciate and grow in these next few years. But also it'll involve a good chunk of investment in this, in this podcast, the business, the storytelling business that is the experience and the ideas that I have, which I want to dive into a little bit, you know, the podcast direction. Well, let's call it the experience direction because I think I've spoken about it more recently in some of my guest episodes. I've just touched on it, but I guess sitting back and and reading Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights, really, I guess it really opened a train of thought for me. What were my goals? You know, it'd been a minute since I'd sat down and really refined what I'm trying to achieve here at the experience. And for a long time, I thought the goal was to create a world-class podcast But I think more so the podcast is a vehicle to achieving the main goal. And the main goal is to be a world-class storyteller, whether that be in front of a camera, behind a mic, on a stage, wherever in the world, whether it's words in a book, a documentary on Netflix, I don't know. And that's all things I'm working on and things I'm trying to discover. But at the end of the day, my goal is to be a world-class storyteller who inspires, educates and entertains through my stories and the story of others and to head in that direction I've had to really step back and and assess myself and critically assess myself and some of you will know two of my mates 
Fernie or Ty, as his real name is, and and Zachy Bids, and those boys were on fire in the booth a few weeks back, and we, well, Ty tried to create a book club basically to sit down and talk about some of the books we're reading, the ideas we're getting from them. But that definitely didn't happen. When you get three high-energy individuals in a room or at a cafe, um, it pretty quickly turned into intervention club. <laughs> and I don't mean intervention to change any of our lives or the way that we're living, but more so intervention to get the most out of the businesses and the ideas and the career path that you have. And Zachy Bids was in the firing line week one. I was in the firing line week two. So basically you put your hand up, you accept the invitation and you agree that you will not be offended by the words that are spoken in there. If so, do not accept the invitation. So with mine coming up, I was excited um, to see what the boys had to say and what their feedback was because for me personally, at the end of the day, whilst I can love the content that I put out, if you guys, the listeners, the audience, the supporters don't vibe with it, well, then it doesn't go anywhere. So I love genuine feedback. And this could be even a, a call out to, to all of you who are listening to this now and all the other podcasts that you listen to or watch that we produce here at The Experience. Please give me feedback. It allows me to grow. It won't be taken, um, I guess, with any offense. So please feel free to reach out. But back to the the intervention club and the boys said that they felt like my content was high level I had the skill set to be one of the better hosts in the country however I was probably trying to target too large of an audience and I agree with them Fooney posed the question that with the guests I'm trying to get on the direction I'm trying to take are you almost hitting and hoping for a home run but potentially just not hitting the ball at all you know you're swinging so hard to try and hit that home run, to reach that many people, to reach that large audience, that you're swinging so hard that you take your eye off the ball and you miss the prize. And I really do agree with him. I feel like I've been trying to reach so many people that it's almost like dropping, you know, you know, dropping a bit of dye into the ocean and you will not notice any color change. But if you drop a little bit of dye into a bathtub, you watch that bathtub form the color of the dye that you've dropped in. It's because there's a smaller surface area, there's a smaller body of water, there's a smaller impact, but in turn that leads to bigger impact over time. Because, you know, for me personally, I sit back and I look at my analytics and my audience is so heavily condensed within the age group of 20 to 30 that really it should have been what I was just focusing on from the beginning. And that's not to say that 30 to 60 year olds and you know, 15 to 20 year olds won't enjoy the podcast. I hope they continue to, but I feel like I need to go a little bit more targeted in order to reach more people in the long run. So basically I sat back and I had to assess myself after hearing this and and go, well, they're right. And they were being honest and I agree with them. So what is the direction moving forward and who am I trying to target? What is this podcast for? Well, like I said, I want to entertain, inspire and educate But basically, this is a podcast for me, a 20-something-year-old trying to figure out life, whether that be how much impact and what impact I can make on the world, what my purpose is, or maybe I understand what my purpose is and I need some direction for it, you know, trying to succeed in my business or my career, trying to form and find healthy relationships, trying to be healthy and to get the most out of every day on this crazy planet that is earth and this crazy life that is so unique and rare and just an incredible opportunity it's really the podcast for 20 something year olds trying to figure out just that 
trying to figure out life. And that's what I'm going to target this to 20 to 30 year olds in that process on that journey, because that's where I am. That's what I'm doing. So we're in this together and that's the direction moving forward. So I'm going to try to make the content as inspiring as always, but sometimes just more entertaining, sometimes more educational, but very relevant. So please let me know the sort of things that you want to hear on the podcast, the sort of people you want to see me talking to. I think focusing more so on a little bit of visual content as well through YouTube. So I'll continue to put out, you know, a couple of audio pods a week, most likely two, one to two guests. And then if I don't get two guests, one personal, and I'll always do these monthly wrap ups. But I want to focus on producing some content for YouTube. And I'm kind of looking at the numbers and I think I'll continue to put out full episodes on YouTube. But I think what I'll add to that equation is probably an eight to 15 minute vlog. And those vlogs will be high energy, they'll be exciting, there'll be plenty of really entertaining content within that and that's probably me looking for, I guess, a day that's condensed with all the exciting things that I need to be doing, the little adventures that I want to have. And that's the exciting thing about selling this house and having a little bit of freedom now is my journey and my week to week outside of my one casual day of work where I drive the van and deliver fruit and veg for Two Brothers Produce, which is kind of like my spending money. You know, six of the other days of the week, the six remaining days are about me creating, editing and pushing out content that you're all going to love and be inspired, entertained and educated by. So that is the goal now moving forward. And I guess if we're talking about content, there has been a recent podcast drop. I dropped it on Monday the 26th of April. And I guess you guys will be hearing this, you know, maybe two or so days after that drop. With Hugh Sheridan, one of the most exciting pods that I've had. I'm sure many of you will listen to that episode or watch it on YouTube. It's an exciting one. It just, we went really deep. We went really honest. We spoke about love, ambition, owning your truth. And they're all things that are major talking points within Hugh's life. He's been under so much media scrutiny about his sexuality, about his love life. He's been under media scrutiny about roles that he's played on TV, in film and on stage. And we just really broke it all down and and exposed the honest, raw, real human that is Hugh Sheridan. And he's honestly a, a beautiful soul. He's an incredible guy. And we had a heap of fun. We finished that podcast and Hugh actually said to me, he said, what are you doing for the rest of the day? And I was like, to be honest, I'm just going to go and enjoy coffee in Bondi. He lives just in Bondi there. And we ended up... He said, oh, I've got a proposal for you. Would you like to go and help me read scripts for some upcoming auditions? So I was, of course, up for that experience. I'm up for anything like that. And we sat in a cafe, a pack cafe in the middle of Bondi, just off the beach there, reading scripts and, you know, had to get that American accent on and played some really interesting characters who you would all, like, know. And I don't even know if I can say what characters they were in case they gave it away. Um, I guess it's probably some sort of, like, secretive acting sort of agreement where you can't really give away too much of what you're doing on those scripts, but really, really exciting times. Ended up spending about six hours with Hugh. He's a great guy and really excited for you all to hear that, but get to know him a little bit more as a person because he really deserves a whole lot more love and praise than he gets. And, you know, he's Aussie. He's a hometown hero. So let's get around him. Exciting trip coming up, Melbourne. I have not been back to Melbourne since I moved home from there at the end of 2018. As you've heard before, really interesting and I guess in some ways life-changing experience for me in Melbourne. I worked a whole lot, 
created some really unhealthy habits around my the amount of time I worked and the real lack of balance in my life and whilst that taught me so much there's kind of a few stones left unturned down in Melbourne I want to go enjoy it I want to I guess reinvigorate my energy and my perspective of what that city is and the beauty that it has and so I've decided to go down there catch up with some old mates most likely the first week or the last last week of May first week of June is what it's looking like to film around hopefully three to five podcasts and catch up with a few friends down there and I've booked one of those podcasts in already and there's a few more bookings to come but very exciting times and I'll probably vlog that trip just as we spoke about there the merch really disappointing with the first drop I had basically what happened was I won 20 long sleeve tees off a company um, I probably missed one thing in the ad which said assorted styles and they just ended up being definitely not what I pictured there was a few issues with the printing basically all in all they come back and whilst there were only 20 and I had some people who'd put their hands up to buy those um, in the end I was just like I can't sell these to people because I'm not proud of what proud of what they are proud of what they look like and for me that would just be trying to profit and not really believing in the power that this brand can have in the merch and you know it's not being faithful to all of you who support this show and and really give me so much love and you know attention by listening and watching these podcasts you know I want you to be buying merch that symbolizes a brand that has pride someone who you know really appreciates the support of, of every one of you so to see you pay for something that I didn't believe in or I wouldn't wear would pride myself didn't make sense so scrap that I'm basically just you know giving them out to my family for pajama shirts and I'll probably give a few away but we're going to do some really nice merch and we're going to do it right and so I've got some samples coming some stuff that I think you will love most likely just hoodies and tees with that logo and the catchphrase handsome host or great podcast handsome host dash mum I'm just taking the piss out of myself a little bit which I feel like you'll all get around but I'm excited for that to drop I really am um, and I guess the last thing to talk about is I've had so many messages in the last month just asking why I've been absent on Strava and why I haven't been posting run stuff on Instagram. And basically I ran a couple of weeks ago with, you know, fellow good mate, Joey Dixon, who you've probably heard me talk about before. He ran my marrow with me. He's a good mate of mine. We hang out every week and Joey's a weapon. He was doing the David Goggins challenge and I rolled my ankle well, I thought I rolled my ankle stepping off a gutter in the last 100 metres of a 6.4k run and actually ended up tearing all three of the ligaments in my ankle. They were only grade one tears, but I didn't get them checked till about two and a half weeks later. So I'm not sure what the issue was there at first. It was very swollen, quite sore for a bit. But I'm back running now, so about two and a half, three weeks off the ankle and I feel good again. I feel I can get out and run. There's definitely still some swelling and a little bit of pain there, but it seems to be holding up really well in my runs, which is exciting. So we're back on that train. We're not jumping too far ahead of ourselves. There's no half marathons in the, I guess, in the planning for the next two to three weeks. There probably will be in a month's time. So I'm just trying to ease back and be smart and get back into it and, and have a real crack with my training this year. We're still a good six and a bit months out from the official date that's just been announced today by CF Australia, the 16th of October for the marathon for 42 for CF year number two really excited actually that's another point to talk about cystic fibrosis Australia massive major blow um, really disappointing news that come about in the last week with 
the Australian government not reimbursing or not recommending the reimbursement of the life-changing and life-saving drug Trikafta. Um, what I will do is I'll put a link in this description today to sign the petition. It's a petition to get this drug reimbursed by the government. It costs $311,000 a year, I believe, off my research, um, which I feel like is pretty credible and, and is correct from the sources I looked at, which is obviously like incredibly expensive and just completely unattainable for you know one year's worth of that let alone a lifetimes of it and you know this will definitely save lives with CF it'll probably save 90% of lives and it's just really disappointing that the Australian government can't see that even after saying that they do see grade A results in the research and the trials that have been done within Australia and with you know around the world in the UK and the US this drug is rolled out and you know patients are receiving it so it's really disappointing and while someone like me would positively benefit from it I'm definitely not the first person that needs it um, like I said you know unfortunately and as terrible as it is there are probably men women and children who will die because of this delayed decision and that breaks my heart and I want to do as much as I can to help those people so please um, take it literally takes a minute to two minutes of your time to sign that peti petition you don't have to donate any money at all um, just to see our country band together to help people who definitely deserve it would be amazing so that is the march and april wrap up i'm really excited for the direction that lay ahead please any feedback ideas what you'd like to see me do the direction you'd like to see this go i'm open to it i'd love to hear from you you guys at the end of the day the people who spend your time and your precious time at that tuning in to episodes via youtube or the audio platform so i'm very thankful for you if you could get around it subscribe follow like share rate review do everything you can please even if it's you know the most important thing is definitely subscribing um, and probably the second thing I'd, I'd ask is if you could share this with just one or a few friends it means the absolute world to me that's how we grow it's how we get stronger and 2021, I told myself it's a year I'm going to change my life. And I know you guys can help me to do that. So thank you so much for tuning in. As you can tell, I'm completely exhausted. I've had a large day and it's coming to an end. So I'm going to wrap this up, get home, kick back, relax. And I'll speak to you guys very, very soon. I'm out.